Hello and welcome to Stump Mike IPL, the one before the final, where Mumbai Indians face the Delhi Capitals for the IPL 2020 title. I'm Karthik Ayer and I have with me Devan Sen and Varun Shetty. Guys, let me just start with the simplest question. Do any of you two give Delhi a chance, Devan? I think about a 30% chance, maybe not more than that. Well, that, that's a pretty specific number. <laughs> well, because I've put some thought behind it. I mean, I would have probably actually uh, evened it out a little bit more in favor of Sunrisers Hyderabad. But Delhi Capitals obviously have a few weaknesses, which I think Mumbai Indians can exploit. Uh, but that being said, uh, many congratulations to Delhi for reaching their first final. And they did it playing some brave cricket and going back to the template that they've used at the start of the tournament. So that's why I think... They just have an outside chance and they need to have a really good day and a number of their players have to come good. If that happens, then it's not impossible, that's for sure. So, where's that 30% coming from? Now you've intrigued me with that exact figure. So, I want to know where are you allocating 70% to Mumbai and 30% to Delhi in the final? So, much like what happened in the semi-final, if they happen to bat again, I would expect the Dubai wicket to be a good batting wicket. If they get off to a good start, Shikhar Dhawan again gets some runs going. Uh, Marcus Toynis has a good uh, innings. Maybe somebody like a Shimron Hetmeyer comes good. I think we'll talk in detail about a lot of these players. Uh, Shreya Sayer plays with a lot more freedom. Then they can post a good enough total where they have the bowling to uh, pretty much uh, intimidate this uh, Mumbai Indians lineup, irrespective of how good they are. Uh, but that being said, again, it's, it's dependent on a lot of factors, which is why I'm just uh, not tempted to make it a 50-50 for sure. Hmm. So that, Varun, that 30% from Debayan, he divided by four individual players and the bowling. How good are you? How good are you with math, man? How 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 do we make this <laughs> division out? You know, at the best of times, I don't like putting numbers to these things. Uh, I'm I'm going to keep it simple. I I don't uh, give Delhi a chance. Uh, I badly want them to win. I badly want them to finally have a title. I'm glad they've. It's taken Delhi 13 years to reach a final. Uh, I hope they can pull it off, but. Uh, on the face of it, I don't, I don't see them beating Mumbai Indians. Hmm. But, but why, why is, is there a sentiment that's that that coming into uh, this final? It seems to me, at least a lot of it on social media, is that a lot of people don't want Mumbai to win yet another one. Well, you know, <laughs> it's it gets a little boring if the same team keeps winning again and again. It's uh, there's there's no fun. I mean, if you if you come if you consider how easily Mumbai have beaten Delhi on three occasions already this season. You don't want a repeat of that in an IPL final, right? Uh, I think there's definitely an element of that. And anyone who has a heart is always with the underdog, right? Yeah. And I, I, hope, I hope that all of this comes together and manifests into something for Delhi. But uh, as, a, as a pure cricketing team, I think Mumbai is so far ahead of every other team in this IPL right now. Yeah, it's taken it's taken what twenty five years of, of of watching cricket, and Ricky Ponting is now leading a team of underdogs. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is where this is where we're at. Devan, now going back to you, and let's stick with Delhi Capitals for a while because we're going to try and up them as much as we can, give them as much of a chance as we can. Let's see where we reach that thirty percent chance that Delhi Capital needs. So, how do they go about facing and beating the Mumbai Indians? Like Varun mentioned, a side that they have. Lost to three times already this season. So, interestingly, I thought for the second qualifier, they went back to pretty much a similar 11 to what they started this whole tournament with. Because uh, if you think about it, uh, Marcus Stoinis was playing a role not unlike what Prithvi Shaw was doing right at the start. Uh, Stoinis was obviously batting in the middle order. 
So now they've got Ajinkya Rahane in his place. Uh, they finally had to bench Prithvi Shaw because of his disappointing run. Um, and their bowling also has a little bit more balance. Uh, they have an extra spinner in, in the leg spinner, Praveen Dubey. And earlier on, they played Mohit Sharma, I think, in the first couple of games. Then they went with Ishan for a while as well. They also tried Harshal Patil, uh, Tushar Deshpande. So those are options that they can also weigh up if they want uh, in, in a change in that, you know, the third uh, sort of Indian bowling role in addition to Nokia and Ravada. So um, there, there's just a little bit more of a, a balanced look about this 11 that they fielded in the second qualifier. And especially if Stoinis comes good as an opener, as he did on on the previous match and the previous occasions, then they'll just have a little bit of a head start and some flexibility in terms of their batting order. And why I said uh, Shreya Sayer will have a crucial role to play is that uh, what I've noticed, at least, you know, on most of these games, I've also been either working on the rolling report or been downloading pictures. And I've just noticed a little bit of this uh, tendency to overhit the ball in his last few innings. And that's been a little bit of a sign of worry. I mean, maybe he's weighed down by the expectations. Maybe he thinks that he needs to go at about uh, 125, 150 uh, strike rate right from the start. But he's the kind of player who can sort of establish himself inside uh, you know, the first few balls. And then he can strike out like he did early on in the tournament. I think the first game that they played in Sharjah. So that is the kind of role that they'll be looking for from him. Maybe come in at number three, take a few balls to just bat himself in. And then they've got to try and keep the rest of the batting order flexible. They've got to try and use Shimron Hetmeyer to the best of his abilities. Uh, Rishabh Pant, I think, you know, he is, I still believe he's the kind of guy for the big occasion. He might come good if he's given, you know, enough balls to come out there. And he just has to go in with an uncluttered mind. So again, I mean, a lot of these factors... Are and, and, and Deban, I guess, because, because he's a keeper, you can't drop him without upsetting the balance, because which means that they'll have to bring in Alex Carey. And this is not the stage that you do that. They tried it at some point. Yeah, I mean, that's where they completely lost the plot. I mean, that's when the infamous mutiny episode happened. So, <laughs> so that's, that's definitely off the table completely. He's got to play. And they've got to try and utilize him to the best of his ability and to the best of Delhi's ability. I mean, yesterday it was quite uh, smart in the way that Ajinkya Rahane eventually didn't get to bat at all. But there's always that insurance of him. Uh, in the uh, the match just before the first qualifier, when they needed to chase down a slightly tricky but lowish target, he I thought played a sensational innings coming in at number three. So you've got that uh, option as well. I think basically what they've got to do is they've got to be brave, whether with bat or with ball. I think the toss is something that is beyond them. There's no point worrying too much about it. Mumbai, by and large, I think uh, prefer being a bat first team, and especially in a final, I think I would see both teams looking to bat first. But even if uh, Delhi are invited to bowl first, they've got to be a little bit attacking. They've got to try and pick some wickets early on in the power play. Kahiso uh, Rabada, he's not had a great power play record, but in the last couple of games, I think he has picked up a few wickets. And you know, uh, getting somebody like David Warner was so crucial. That's something that we forget that the match against Sunrisers could have gone either way. If Warner had gotten off to a start, then it could have been chased down. And in fact, they wouldn't have had as many runs to chase down if uh, somebody like Astoinis had been taken early on by Jason Holder. So both those factors just worked out to Delhi's favour. And Sunrisers had a little bit of an off day as well in the field. So uh, they've got to hope that Mumbai Indians are a little below their best. Some of their bowlers, you know, Rahul Chahar in the last match took a bit of a beating. So his confidence might be low. Uh, I'm sure Mumbai will still persist with him, but that provides them with a, a potential weak link to attack. So, just be brave, go out there. And I think a lot of it was said by Shreya Sayer and whoever else was uh, interviewed after the last game. that In the final, they've just got to go out there and enjoy themselves, take no pressure. 
they are going in as underdogs and sometimes that frees you up because there's no pressure of expectations they've already lost three times to mumbai indians this season so there's absolutely nothing going for them in that sense and that that might just free them up i think okay fair varun let's talk about uh, marcus toynes fair it's only a sample size of one game the qualifier to uh, where delhi capitals beat sunrisers hyderabad but toynes he can score runs up the order he takes wickets at the death i think it wouldn't be a stretch to say that capitals wouldn't be in this position without him and they'll need him to come good in the final uh, they will solely because they don't they haven't had an opening stand until i mean when i say they haven't had one is i mean they haven't had an established uh, first wicket partnership for like six games coming into that last match where they pushed stoinis up uh, so i'm i would say yeah stoinis is really really important uh, to delhi capitals not only because he's finally providing them and shikhar dhawan most importantly some support at the top but it also has allowed them to bring hetmeyer in uh, to the team in a in a position where he is likely to face more deliveries i mean if you remember at the start he was playing as uh, pretty much a finisher uh, at number 6 and i think i mentioned at some point that uh, he probably should be up at 4 this sort of worked out nicely for them in the last game because uh, stoinis could move up so in many ways stoinis is really important to them not just for the start that he gives not just for the overs that he's going to give them later on but team balance wise or at least batting wise they've uh, now got a lot more uh, fluidity in that lineup because uh, shreyas ayer uh, i mean i'm not i'm not so uh, leaning towards what debayan said about how shreyas ayer must approach an innings uh, i don't think he should be playing too cautiously because they have Uh, Ajinkya Rahane to do exactly that, but as things stand, they have two two of those kind of batsmen who like to push it around in the middle overs. So that batting order just looks much better now. You know, there's there's more of a dimension to it. Uh, there's Rahane who will only come in if an early wicket falls. There's Pant who's been pushed a little lower, which is probably a good thing because he also, for some strange reason, was looking to play this sort of an anchor role for the first twenty balls of his innings. Uh, so this might all free him up, and uh, that's pretty much precisely what Stoinis has brought uh, to this team when he's come in. And uh, on the back end, it's actually Akshar Patel's batting that has allowed uh, Delhi Capitals to do something like this. So uh, history is not on their side, but uh, it's it's looking a lot better now with with Stoinis going up in that role and most importantly performing in that role. Mm, yeah, and, and who doesn't love someone who walks around post game with a Hulk action <laughs> figure in his hand? Yeah. Uh, so one, one couple of last words, Devan, about about the Delhi Capitals. It was great yesterday after qualifier to 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 listen to Shreyas Iyer when he it was so obvious and he felt it when he said that this is one of the best moments in my life where that Delhi have reached have reached the final. This is 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 something that's been. it's been obviously over their heads for a long long time 13 seasons that they haven't reached this stage uh would at the end of the day for the franchise the result matter in terms of where they want to go on from here in the coming seasons i think it will uh, for the simple reason that i mean yes you're right it's a, you know it's a sort of a pall which has been lifted from their heads and i happen to have a lot of uh, delhi based uh, either friends or you know uh, colleagues journalists a lot of them camera persons all of whom are from delhi 
and i've just been seeing their social media handles or you know even on facebook or something and everybody's overjoyed about this result the fact that they are in finals itself is quite a huge achievement uh, in terms of uh, where they have been in the ipl in the past uh, but i don't think they'll be satisfied with this they'll want to give it their best shot uh, the, the flip side of this is if you look at it on paper i completely agree with varun that you know there's not much of a chance for them because purely on paper mumbai indians is pound for pound a much better team with many more experienced match winners but that's where sometimes it can work out to your advantage because the other team it, it is so used to winning that you might be able to put them under some situations with which they are just not used to and that is where it can open up avenues for you to you know force a result in your favor so those are the things that we all got to look at and i think this is probably the last game that they'll be playing under the uh, you know majority holding of the jsw group after this the uh, jmr side of the ownership will take over next season onwards so they'll want to do it for this uh, particular reason alone that uh, this new uh, leadership group has come in over the last couple of seasons last year as well they made the playoffs this year they've gone one step further taken it to the finals and if they can uh, you know cap it off with a victory it'll be a, an awesome thing and i say this not just because i'm from delhi uh, you know that you know across every multi sport franchise league or everything my wish list always is for a new champion so i'm completely with varun on that that we need a new champion it's nothing against mumbai indians who are probably one of the greatest t20 teams in the history of the sport but uh, yes i mean it will be lovely to have a delhi victory yeah okay we'll just have to wait and see till tomorrow varun now the previews on espncricketinfo.com are still being written for the finale so what i did was i went and looked back at the preview for qualifier 1 and over there it was pretty much a, a contest between mumbai indians and the delhi capitals and it said that this is a contest between two great bowling sides and mumbai's batting are likely to take them through and that's exactly what happened in in qualifier 1 do you see it going any differently this time around again on paper i don't i really don't but uh, there's nothing like form going into a final i guess uh, there's nothing like a bowler who's just taken four wickets going into the final or a bowler who's just taken three wickets and made 30 odd runs going into the final there's nothing like someone like hetmeyer feeling confident going into a final and there's always this prospect of Rishabh Pant finally forgetting everything that's happened over the last two years and uh, becoming the Rishabh Pant of say 2017 or 2018. Uh, there's certainly uh, skill in that Delhi Capitals lineup that could make things work, but uh, I I just find it hard uh, to imagine that they would be able to contend with Mumbai's bowling lineup. I know the I know the that we that the simplistic differentiation to make is that they're both very strong bowling sides and mumbai's batting will give them the edge but there's also the fact that i think mumbai come with better plans when they're on the bowling when, when they're on the field when they're bowling to an opposition and uh, like like debain mentioned the experience they have in winning such games uh, the experience uh, in the dugout the experience of rohit sharma who's won i think more ipls than anyone um, i think it's it's a it's heavily stacked against delhi to be very honest they have all the skill but all these ma- names that i mentioned that could come off for them i think about that and i think about mumbai having plans two or three plans for each and every one of them uh, which is what you expect from mumbai indians so 
no i i don't think uh, they could pull this off again i'm really really hoping they do but okay so so varun you have you have followed a lot of ipls very very closely uh just just going by your tone today have you ever felt this way that a final can be skewed towards one particular team in the 12 seasons before ah uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually thought RCB would win in 2016. Ah, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I uh, honestly, I can't. I can't remember Karthik feeling this way. Uh, even with that RCB, it's more, more, more of a joke, really, because those two teams were really closely matched. Right. Um, I don't think I felt this way. Uh, I, I don't remember it anyway. I'm sure there was a couple of CSK finals where it was a, a little bit of a shock to see them lose, but. nothing has felt this straightforward i mean i don't think uh, a team has been this good ever in the ipl i think this mumbai indians 11 is the best ipl team we've had ever yeah i i i mean i completely second that yeah every time i look at them and i think deban you and i were talking off air how, how do you beat mumbai indians do you need to play them in the opener do you need a super over or you need a ben stoke special like I I cannot think of any other way. The only other loss that they had is against was it SRH when the openers just took Sunrisers through when Mumbai had already qualified. How how do you beat this side? Well, uh, one uh, obvious way is to maybe bribe the bus driver and ensure that they are not driven to the ground on time. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the easiest way. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, they have been beaten right through the season. I, It's not. Been... I, I'll tell you what. You put a disadvantage to Mumbai, <laughs> saying you get only fifteen overs and the opposition gets twenty. <laughs> It will still be a close game. Yeah, see, I mean, uh, they have a fantastic eleven. They have a fantastic squad to the extent that they've not utilized a lot of their, you know, resources. Uh, they've not had to utilize a lot of their resources. They've literally carried around somebody like Saurabh Tiwari, who's not, you know, probably at his fittest best to uh, be charitable to him. But they've not really felt that absence either. They've got two uh, uncapped Indian players who have in excess of four hundred runs, you know, closing in on five hundred runs each. In Ishan Kishan and Suri Kumar Yadav. they have probably the best new ball attack uh, there's a slight weakness in spin and in fact here i'll just digress a little and talk about mm-hmm. you know, the the daily calls that we have at espn cricket info so the very first one which i had attended i had just logged in and obviously one of our seniors in fact our boss you know some he was online he was the only other person online so i just asked him informally i said who's your pick for champions he said delhi capitals and i really didn't know much about the squads i hadn't really followed or tracked many of the events but i said what about right. mumbai indians because that's the first thing which comes to mind that mumbai indians will always be one of the favorites so his theory was that mumbai indians don't really have a good enough spin attack for the conditions and it's a tribute to how good they've been that in spite of that it is a weakness in their armory i mean somebody like rahul chahar is their number one spinner but he's still quite inexperienced and he can be targeted but it's yes. just a pace attack which just makes up for it i mean brent bolt and jaspreet bumrah i mean bumrah hasn't even used the new ball on in most occasions but off late he's been getting a lot of uh, bowling in the inside the power play they just tend to uh, finish off the contest inside those first six overs so that's that's got to be crucial uh, from delhi's perspective they've got to try and not lose wickets in that phase if they can somehow get through that i don't mind even if they go at say something like four or five runs in over they'll have some sort of a base from which to uh, try and attack them more in the middle over so that's where again the role of marcus toynis will be crucial if he can get in there if he can start just upsetting their rhythms a little bit then it will probably help some of the batsmen coming on later on four or five runs and over you want rahane and shreyas ayer to bat through the innings i i don't mind them being you know uh, 
say 30 without loss after six overs because that will give them something mm-hmm. from which to build on once the spinners comes on take maybe eight or nine runs and over for the next uh, four or five and then from there if they have say nine wickets in hand then they can basically they can replicate what mumbai indians also typically do which is to sort of get to the 10 over mark with even if say around 70 or 80 and from there on they can score at about 11 or 12 runs per over so it's not impossible but you've got to account for the spare overs that bumra will have we as yet don't know about bolts availability so that could be just a little bit of an equalizer again because he's been sensational this season his first overs have been so good that uh, that might be something that could just to work yeah, out. but 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 i'll i'll give you a, i'll grant you a point there because even trent bolt if if he's fit and firing tomorrow you play him out in the power play he goes for runs at the death yeah he does and uh, that's what i mean he's got that uh, tremendous you know early swing back into the right hander so that's the one that uh, whoever opens whether it's toynes or whether they go back to rahane for some reason so again i mean a lot of things will depend on the you know uh, the unpredictables the kind of uh, weather conditions we have whether there's some dew what happens with the toss what kind of pitch is served up for the final i would expect it like i said before to be a good batting surface but just in case it provides a little bit of spice to the seamers and if you know delhi happen to lose the toss and bowl first then you never know they might have mumbai tottering early on and then it will be a huge examination of the likes of Kyron Pollard and uh, Hardik Pandya because if they lose a lot of wickets early on then they won't have that license to go pick they'll have to try and delay that for as long as possible and and rohit sharma is not firing is he, he yeah he's had a poor ipl um, maybe the the solution could be for him to drop down the order maybe have ishan kishan open because he's been so good as an opener but it will be a huge call i mean uh, as captain he wouldn't want to drop himself down if he does that it could be a you know good surprise move uh, i don't know what varun reckons but i think that might be a good move for uh, mumbai's perspective well i don't see that happening honestly i don't see mumbai uh, i mean we we keep we uh, i think all season a lot of us have kept on saying how good mumbai is um, and one of the reasons is because they have plans and they have pl- backups for those plans and they have backups for those plans <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this is why i mean this is something i thought about when when rohit was out injured and ishan kishan was i think making back to back 50s it's something we all discussed it was will rohit sharma now come back in as number 4 because uh, ishan kishan has clearly been the better opener but as soon as rohit was available he was back up in his spot and ishan was back in his spot so one of the reasons they do so well is they know exactly what to do one and a half days before the match uh, they don't they don't come on to the ground and make tweaks uh, they must in fact this 11 that they are going to play in the finals probably the one they thought at the auction table this is how professional mumbai has been about uh, setting up a team so i don't think uh, rohit sharma is going to drop down especially in the final and you know he's also due for a score so it might just come in the final Hey, he's he's been selected to the India squad as as we speak. Yeah, and he's just gone to gone back into the India squad, and just historically, he's not done well uh, batting outside as outside of opening in the IPL. He just, I don't think he enjoys it, and I think Mumbai has also sort of learnt that every time they've pushed him down. Uh, I don't see it happening. I don't see any tweaks uh, apart from uh, whatever Bolt's fitness might bring about. Yeah, Varun. Uh, when when Devayan was uh, talking about his and Sapit's conversation about about Mumbai's spin attack, I think I think this is something a lot of us discussed at the at the start of the season, and it led me to a tweet by our very own Gaurav Sundaraman. I I don't know if you saw this, but 
he remembered, I think it was in the 2017 auction, when both Mumbai and SRH were bidding for Rashid Khan. And, and Mumbai just stopped their bid just before SRH got it. Imagine an attack, Varun, with Bumrah and Rashid Khan there. I mean, we talk about this Mumbai as the greatest T20 side. That, that would be unbeatable. Absolutely unbeatable and uh, it would 100%, I think, prompt FFP-type conversations in cricket if that happened. <laughs> <laughs> that would just be uh, cruelly, cruelly unfair to any other team. Uh, yeah, it's... I, you know what? I think we're, we're like uh, pushing down Rahul Chahe's effectiveness a little bit uh, because uh, I we all had our doubts. I, I, I especially was wondering uh, how they could... Um, I, I actually thought they would go four seamers after I saw their squad, um, but they've they've obviously seen something in Rahul Chahar up close, and he's obviously been getting some kind of inputs or is so assured in his role right now that he's been delivering for them. And he, he he remains someone they can go after for sure. He remains someone teams will go after because he's the most inexperienced in that attack. But he's found a way to uh, battle that. He goes for runs sometimes, but uh, he's much much like Ravi Bishnoi. Chahar has always uh, had ideas, even when the batsmen are going after him. Uh, you see, we've seen all that that famous diagonal run up that he tries, um, and he's he uses the crease really well. He has, I think, two or three different types of sliders. So he's always in the game, whether he's. Uh, being taken apart or not, he's shown a really good sort of attitude and that's probably what Mumbai saw and they've kept him on. And uh, he's he's done alright because when you have all the other bowlers around him, when you have that fast bowling attack, usually the pressure has already been applied from the other end. His role is pretty much to be the spinner at the other end who capitalizes and picks up a couple of wickets. So he's done that role really well. Tactically, he's fit in uh, quite nicely. I didn't expect him to play this many matches, but he's, I think, pretty much not been dropped at all. So, good on him. Guys, final thoughts and predictions. Can Delhi do it or will it be, once again, Mumbai Indians, IPL champions, Dubai? Um, I think, uh, yeah, the heart says Delhi, but the head says Mumbai. And uh, also a little, like, you know, a fun anecdote which I was telling you about that throughout this IPL, it seems that Delhi in, invariably uh, end up winning matches when I'm away playing football. So I've not been able to get enough uh, partners to play tomorrow as yet. So sadly, uh, that also makes me point in this rather scientific method towards Mumbai. Are they all Delhi Capitals fans? <laughs> no, uh, only a few of them, unfortunately. But yeah, I, I did uh, make a you know plea after yesterday's game that, look guys, because I was out playing football yesterday as well. So I just told them that, look guys, we need to do it for Delhi. But yeah, sadly, not enough takers on a Tuesday evening, I guess. Hmm. Varun, in the last 25 minutes, have we managed to change your mind that Mumbai are not going to lift the title? Uh, No, unfortunately. I was actually (laughs) hoping that I could change my own mind about it. Uh, But uh, no, I don't see uh, Delhi winning the title. If they do, though, it's going to be a heck of a match because when this Delhi team comes together, it is explosive. I remember writing a piece last year just before they... Uh, fell short of the final about the madness of youth and Delhi Capitals. And it was a bit of a project for them back then, putting all these youngsters together. Uh, and it, it had finally come off after two years. And 
the entire madness of it was visible last season when in i think in the eliminator they were struggling they lost early wickets and i think rishabh pant just came and destroyed the attack and took them through so it would be an effort like that if it would if it were to happen it, it would be glorious i think if we saw a new a new champion tomorrow it would be uh, on the back of something destructive and i hope that happens Okay, if there's one thing I think that IPL 2020 deserves, it is an exciting final. We'll just have to wait and see tomorrow whether Delhi can upset the odds and beat Mumbai Indians, who are who are favourites for yet another IPL title. Varun and Dibayan, thank you so much for joining us on Stump Mike, one of our IPL specials. We will obviously catch you after the final, listener. We'll catch you soon.